So here we are, Christmas Day, and the story, this amazing story, the rest of the story, and I'm a little, I've been a Christian for 50 years. I've studied Christmas more this year than I ever have my whole life. It's like, it wasn't that I was blinded to it, it was just there were so many, many more details about Christmas that I had never really captured before. And I know a lot of them, as I've studied this year, have had to do with uh, the customs of the day and the his historians of the time and how they related those events. But in doing so, it has presented for me this amazing picture of Christmas. And, and so today we, we're here to, to hear the most miraculous story ever told. The most miraculous story. I, I have done my best to get my mind around the fact, and this is not the first time for this particular thing, but how God, in his incredible love for us, would come to us in the form of a baby. And why did he do that? To save us. And he knew this before the foundation of the world. He knew all this before the foundation of the world that we as his creation and those created in his image would mess it up. But he had always the plan to redeem us. And so today, if we're here and we know Jesus Christ is our personal Savior, then guess what? We're redeemed. God is with us. Emmanuel. His presence every day in our lives. And the difference that makes to us, the difference it makes to us in our families, in our lives, and how we touch the lives of others in this process. So here's the story, the story that's so familiar, I hope, to all of us. I know when our children were growing up, this was the story we read every Christmas. I hope, as we have been working on this for the last few weeks, there's been greater light for you as well. Now, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabitants of the earth. Now... When you think about the planning of God and how he used human instrumentation for this census to be required at this very specific time so that Joseph and Mary would be required to return to the origin of their family, which would be the family of David in the city of Bethlehem. This was the first census taken. Think about that. Of this particular nature, this was the first census taken while Quirinus was governor in Syria. All the planning, all the orchestration of human involvement with God is, to me, mind-blowing. And everyone was on his way to register for the census. Each their own city. Joseph, up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, the city of David, just called Bethlehem. Can we pause there just for a moment? Can I ask you a question? If our hearts were Bethlehem, how receptive would it be to the Christ? 
took a little, kind of a backwater town, if you want to call it that. Not a great population. Historians say the most that they would ever have, maybe was 400 people. But that little city, God prepared for the receiving of his son. And that his son, Jesus, as we're told by the Apostle Paul, would lay aside all of his glory so that he could have this time to come, walk among his creation, and then at their hands suffer and die so that our sin would be paid for. In order for this restoration to take place, he had with him Mary, who he was engaged to. And she was with child. We've been through that story and how that how God did that. How God came upon her, the Spirit of God, and touched her body and impregnated her. And how this incredible supernatural miracle, miracle of miracles took place. God coming and being with us. And here we are to celebrate that today. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in clothes, laid him in the manger, because there was no room for them in the end. Remember, discounting some things that maybe we've learned through our own, I guess, preferences of custom. We always thought when they were in the end because they were, I mean, they were not in the end. They were in the stable because they were poor. No, there was just no room in the inn. Or I, I like that one commentator said, he said, you know, we've always given the, the innkeeper bad rap. You know, he wouldn't let him in. He, it wasn't that he, he just didn't have room. There was travelers, they were all coming for the census, and he didn't have room. And, and yet, if you go back to the prophets of old, it was told that this is how this would take place, and how God had it planned out, mapped out, and how it is now all working out. Exactly as God planned. So rather than coming as the king in the palace, as some would hope and suspect that he would, he came as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger, in a stable, because there's no room in the inn. Think about God coming, being born there in a stable. How many of you have ever been in a barn with real live livestock? Yeah. If you haven't, you need to do that. Because you need to experience the aroma and the sounds of the animals. And to think that God chose this as his way, his plan, orchestrated to the very empty detail, that he would come. Not as men were hoping he would, that great kingdom, ruler, governmental leader. He was all that. But he did it in the form of a child. In the same region, when this was taking place in Bethlehem, there were some shepherds staying in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. You know, we asked the question on this little journey we've been on the last few weeks, why Joseph, why Mary? Well, maybe the question would be, why these shepherds? What made them special from other shepherds. There's some speculation that these were actually the shepherds who were tending the sheep who would all 
ultimately be sacrificed in the temple. And so they were on special duty, as it were, to watch those <coughs> lambs that were perfect. But these are the ones chosen by God for whatever reason he chose them. Probably not many of you, a few of you, I'm sure, have ever been out in a pasture at night when all was calm, as it were. As it appeared that it was for these men on this particular night, very still, very quiet, very normal night, taking care of their sheep. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terribly frightened. As would I be. And I'm sure you would be too. Just doing the normal routine stuff. And God shows up. In this supernatural glorious way. But the angel said. Don't be afraid. For behold. Listen to this. Listen folks listen. For behold I bring good news. Good news of great joy, which will be to all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That's my Savior. That's your Savior. The angels pronouncing to the shepherds, the Savior of the world has been born in Bethlehem. So today as we celebrate Christmas, my prayer would be for all of us. And the emphasis would be that today my Savior was born. This morning I confess I started to do my prayer time and I'm going to blame the Holy Spirit for interrupting me. Because it was like, no, all I want to hear from you today is thank you. And that's all I've heard from me so far. Thank you. Thank you, God, for giving <clears throat> life through the life of your Son, Jesus Christ. So this will be a sign. See, these shepherds are not unfamiliar with the stables and the mangers because they were part of that region. It was uncommon for them to be using those facilities as it were. Most of them were carved out caves with stone mangers for feeding. You're going to find him. You're going to find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in the manger. And then there appeared this multitude of angels, this heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. God's declaration over the culmination of generations and eons of planning for him that he could bring his son, as it were, to be the savior of the world and the heavenly host so excited and proclaiming it. It was this great joy and it's just flooding through the hills as it were in the lives of these shepherds. 
and then they're gone. <laughs> Can you imagine being there in that nice, quiet night, and the angels appear, and all this takes place, and then it's back to being quiet, back to being dark. And these guys, to one another, this is so important, listen up. Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Guess what? He's made it known to us too. Let us, with great joy and excitement, go to whomever God allows us the privilege to go to and share this incredible, incredible news. God has come in human form. God has come to fulfill all the prophecies that have been written about his coming and in doing so to fulfill the requirement of God for a sacrifice to be made so our sin could be dealt with on the cross. They came in a hurry. <laughs> they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the statement which had been told them about the child. You see, this is news to Mary and Joseph too. That the angels had declared, they knew about the angel announcing to them that they would have this child, but now they're hearing from the shepherds who've been out in the fields about the declaration of angelic host. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured them as only a mom could do. Treasured those things and pondered them in her hearts. And the shepherds went back. This is our opportunity. The shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. Just as... What a story. What a privilege that you and I have to share that story. Not just with our families and our friends, but co-workers and classmates. People that God may randomly, or it appears to be randomly, he puts in our lives. But that's the story for us at Christmas. It's not just the baby in the manger. That's God performing his miracle. But it's the fulfillment of all that God has said and has done for us in his son, Jesus Christ. <clears throat>